Good morning and welcome back to Sadie Spills the Tea. We are on episode 15 and I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in, maybe tuning in for the first time, um, being with me through this journey. I appreciate all of the support and listens and follows and all of that. Um, We wouldn't be here without you. So thank you very much. If you are a new listener, welcome. I appreciate you being here. Hopefully you'll maybe learn something, take something away, might even uh, share with a friend afterwards. Would love that. Just want to say thank you so much. Cannot believe we are almost halfway through April. Again, I feel like I say this you know, every week it feels like, but I cannot believe how fast the month is flying. I knew that April was going to fly by, but before we know it, we are going to kind of be like in peak of summer, which is going to be incredible. But holy cow, things are just flying by so quickly. Apologies that I, um, it's been a week, right? I was so adamant on my two episodes a week. And then of course life hit and I haven't been with you guys since last week. So appreciate the patience. Um, a lot of travel in planes, trains, and automobiles in my past week. To be perfect, perfectly honest with you, um, feeling settled. Now I'm at my parents' house and um, couldn't be happier here, of course, in this in this beautiful town. of. Um, had an incredible weekend with some college friends, my best girlfriend from college. Of course, we were missing um, some few key players, but it was so great to honestly, just be together again, um, hugging, laughing, you know, staying up all night, just telling stories, screaming, dancing, reliving memories, that type of thing. Um, I don't know about any of you guys, as much as I love living with Hammy more than anything, I also really do miss uh, living with my girls and being able to cook together, get ready, share each other's clothes, you know, what are we doing tonight, those types of things. Um, what a special time in our lives. And if you are still living with a roommate, soak it up and enjoy it because you're going to be me pretty soon and banking on these weekends where you're like, oh my gosh, can we please get together? I don't want this to end. It was so fun. Um, but as I mentioned last week, I am socially out of whack just from being in COVID. I feel socially depleted um, after a Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the girls. So we'll be hibernating for the next few days, maybe even a few weeks to just get all that energy back that we burnt. But I am happy that things are uh, rolling. Um, this is not a brag. This is just my PSA. I'm halfway vaccinated. Um, I think I did. I, I It's not I think. I did um, ultimately come down with COVID back in February of 2020 before masks were actually mandated before it was the world shut down. Um, I caught it in Oregon um, at a work trip where we were basically training all these people. Long story short, a few people got it and I didn't go into the office for about two and a half weeks after that trip. I was on my deathbed, had no idea what it it was. Long story short, if you have um, not received the shot and you have experienced um, COVID in your life, the shot might be a little rough. I was definitely out for the count um, the second day. So that's just my PSA. I hope everyone is taking precaution and what they need to do to get themselves healthy and uh, live in life again now that things are opening back up. Want to dive in? Just need to give a few quick shout outs. Um, A to my park girls for being amazing um, this past weekend and getting some new follows. And also to my girl Tessa at Wix for being just the MVP of my day to day life, but also for spending a bunch of hours catching up on all these episodes um, to be able to caught up and, and to be able to chit chat with me about it. But also the fact that she loves the Kardashian segment and is happy that it's there. I appreciate any Kardashian love that ever comes my way. So thank you to that. Of course, it will be at the very, very end of this episode. So if you're over that, no worries. I'm still taking you into consideration, of course, but I love my Kardashians. All right, let's dive right in with some sports news. So this weekend, we had the Masters in Augusta. 
Georgia, of course. The Masters, as my family kind of refers to them, are the Academy Awards of the entire sports season. Um, I know that obviously the Super Bowl is huge, but the Masters are a different crowd, in my opinion. Um, my dad and his crew live for the Masters, right? Um, I've been singing that freaking Georgia song for the last few months. I know the commercials came on like back in February. Here we are. The Masters went down this weekend and I'm going to butcher their name. So forgive me, but like also just give me credit for trying. Um, Hadiki Matsuyama won the tournament on Sunday, but it's important to note via my family, my mom and my dad, actually, that Will Zalatoris, who came in second place, is going to be the one to watch. Um, they're both convinced that we're going to see him for a lot of years to come. So you heard it here first. Will Zalatoris is the one to watch in the golf world. Um, I would be lying to you if golf was that interesting to me and or I knew how it worked all the way. But, you know, there's always um, time to learn. So maybe that will be this year's goal. Also, Julian Edelman announced his retirement after 12 years with the New England Patriots. Um, Julian Edelman played, obviously, for the Patriots forever. I feel like I, obviously, to me, he kind of goes synonymously with Tom Brady and the Patriots, and um, he's announcing his retirement. He has three championship rings. He's also one of the most attractive NFL players in the league, in my personal opinion. Um, it's going to be sad for the Patriots, but at the same time, after Rob Gronk, Rob Gronk, aka Robert Gronkowski, and Tom Brady went to the uh, Buccaneers, what was that, one, two seasons ago? It's like Julian kind of got left there. I get it. Um, wants to go out on a bang, so good luck to Julian. In exciting news, the MLB All-Star Game slash weekend is going to be held in Colorado. Um, it essentially, for those of you who don't know, is a weekend that includes a game, a home run derby, probably some other junk. Um, I want to say it's like two or three days that it typically goes on, but it's going to be hosted at the Rockies Stadium in Colorado. So we love that selfishly for us, um, but also just exciting to have all of that kind of crowd attraction, et cetera, um, be in Denver, right? I mentioned that we have that new section situation like across the street from the actual bar ballpark that is called McGregor Square. Um, it's kind of like an LA Live-ish vibe. Um, they have the big screens, they have bars, you can kind of like watch the games and feel like you're on the scene without actually paying for the ticket. Anyway, very exciting for us uh, Colorado Coloradians. I don't even know if that's embarrassing that I just try to say that word, but we're getting an all-star game, so we love that. Um, I am a broken record week after week because I watched Aaron Rodgers on Jeopardy um, this past week, weekend. I've seen a few. Honestly, got to be honest, I think that that was, I'm so annoying today. I'm, I apologize about all my words. Like it's Tuesday morning. It's my first week, first day back to work. I apologize. Um, Aaron Rodgers is calming on the show. Um, you can see his headpiece a little more, obviously he's kind of funny. Um, the way like, you know, you're required to actually answer the question. Sometimes it'll be like, huh, yeah, that works. Like his, his laughter, his commentary. I just think it kind of works. It's flowing. Um, rumor has it, do not quote me because I got this from, yeah, TBH, an unreliable source, that Dr. Oz um, is the lead person in the running to be hosting Jeopardy. They're giving Aaron Rodgers this test run to see if he gets higher ratings. Um, if he doesn't get higher ratings, then Dr. Oz is going to get it. I didn't know Dr. Oz was even doing it. Um, and so, yeah. But back to Aaron Rodgers for a hot sec. The first night that his uh, Je first Jeopardy episode aired, so what was that, like two Mondays ago? 
um, he basically has been kind of plugging his nonprofit um, as a nonprofit program company foundation um, that's for Northern California for the Chico kind of wildfire situation that has gone down the last few years. If you're from California or, you know, have friends that or, or an office that was in San Francisco, of course, you know that the wildfires have been insane in California in the last few years. Um, long story short, the nonprofit's website is a Wix site. Shout out. We love that. Um, this really great guy on my team um, last Monday after we're all, you know, all huddling for the end of the day, we said, how's your day going? And he goes, guess what? You're never going to believe this. I got to speak with a lady from Aaron Rogers nonprofit today and we helped fix her site. We love a Wix site. We love a full circle connection. Um, obviously myself and my team were so excited that we are the ones or a, a member of my team. Um, we're the ones to be able to talk to this nonprofit after, you know, we've been talking about Aaron Rogers hyping up this Jeopardy. Just love a full circle moment. Okay, I swear I'm done with him with one exception that pictures of Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley randomly have been resurfacing, not resurfacing, are surfacing on the internet. Like I think I've seen two or three pics, new pictures of them within the last few weeks. Um, and I just think it's very interesting that they were like really off the radar. They didn't really um, talk about the engagement, kind of denied their relationship for so long. And then all of a sudden we're like, pics, pics, Jeopardy, this. Like, okay, okay, I see your PR team working overtime trying to get us to, um, you know, be on your train. Again, I could go into the whole rabbit hole about how I think that Aaron Rodgers um, is gay, and that's the whole fallout with his family. That could be a whole other episode in itself. Um, for our sake, I really hope that Aaron would just come out and live your life, honey. Do your thing. There's a lot of us that would support you. Anyway, we can dive into that later. Okay, pop culture. Um, unfortunately, Prince Philip died this past week. Um, that is the royal family, of course, but it's the queen's husband. Um, Prince Philip is the grandfather of William and Harry, um, and he passes away. No, that doesn't really do anything to the throne or the lineage, lineage or any of that, but he now passed away. Um, DMX also passed away last week at 50 years old after a really catastrophic heart attack. Um, DMX was on life support for a week or so before that. People were praying, um, and unfortunately he didn't make it. So we are thinking about both of our new angels. I watched SNL this weekend. Um, I guess it was Saturday's episode and Carrie Mulligan hosted. Um, for those of you who don't know who Carrie Mulligan is, she honestly often gets really confused um, by Michelle Williams. If you don't know who either of those are, they're really cute, blonde, petite women, actresses. <laughs> they honestly do really look like. But my moral of the story is that Carrie Mulligan is actually married to Marcus Mumford. Marcus Mumford, hello of Mumford and Sons, one of the greatest bands of all time. Marcus Mumford comes out onto the stage looking fine. Let me tell you, Marcus Mumford probably lost mm, a quick, he looks kind of half of himself. I don't know what the PC term is. He's slimmed down. He's wearing some skinny jeans. He has a tight black tee on. He got a new kind of grown out buzz cut look. He has white sneakers. He looked fabulous. If you are a Marcus Mumford fan, go ahead and Google him on SNL this past week because let me tell you, he looked so good, so yummy, so here for a new Mumford and Sons album. It's been a little while and I know a lot of you would agree with me that it's time. Side note, I got to see them two summers ago with um, my mom and Ham and Austin Jones in Denver. And it was a magical night. If you can ever go see Mumford, go and see them. You're literally belting all the words to the songs at the top of your lungs and it's fabulous. 
Okay. In addition to uh, Marcus Mumford gracing our screens in on SNL, of course, no, he was not the musical guest. Kid Cudi was the musical guest. This is my whole moral of the story. He performed, you know how they do the two songs, right? His uh, last song, his newest, which I'm going to completely forget the name of the song. Kid Cudi was wearing a dress. Um, not only was it just a beautiful floral, like kind of Oh, what's the right word? It's like a tank dress, kind of flowy. It was off-white. Um, Virgil Abloh designed it specifically for Kid Cudi's performance. And we love these fashion choices. We stan anyone that wants to wear a dress. We love Kid Cudi in an off-white, um, you know, one, one-off item. Like how chic, how cool. I love that Kid Cudi is pushing the boundaries. And obviously we know that Virgil is here to design anything that anyone wants. Um, for those of you who don't know who Virgil is, you will probably remember the Serena Williams um, design of that dress skirt situation when she, oh God, years ago now, I'm just digging myself into a hole. Virgil is an amazing designer. He does his, he's also does the men's um, for Louis Vuitton and he has his off-white so really great that Kid Cudi was at a dress. Speaking of designers and collections and whatnot, um, Kanye West is set to drop his Gap Yeezy collection um, within the next few months. He signed on to do a collaboration with Gap. We didn't know necessarily know what was going to happen, but as things are coming out, it looks like it's going to be a little more Yeezy than Gap. Um, interested to kind of see what that looks like, the price points, how that gets rolled out. But rumor has it that pop-up crews have been contacted. Essentially, Kanye's already kind of planning, now that the world is a little reopening here and there, um, he's planning to have some pop-ups around the world, specifically in the U.S. and I read Australia, so that'll be interesting. Um, in addition to his collection or collaboration, um, I'm hearing that there's a potential new album and some potential new videos. We know Kanye West is one of those people that has so many albums just written in the vault. I feel like if I were to have reported on him in the last like five years, you would have heard that probably 15, 20 times. New album, new album. Don't hold your breath. We never know when Kanye is going to drop it. But apparently there's some stuff in the vault um, and that there are a few studios that have been booked um, in terms of making music videos for him. So be on the lookout for that. Okay, little Bravo news because I learned this past weekend that in all honesty, Bravo is the only network that has it keeps pumping out premium content. If you're not a reality star or show star fan, whatever, I get it, okay? Bravo isn't going to be your place to be. But if you are of our age and love a little trash, Bravo's where you're going to hit up, right? You're scrolling on the couch on a late night, and Bravo's probably going to be where you end up. If it's not Bravo, it's going to be E. It's one of those two name another network that has more content that's so premium. So um, we just found out that there is going to be a special edition Watch What Happened Live slash interview slash reunion situation with some of the Housewife kids. Um, Andy Cohen announced the lineup um, this past week. And of course, everyone's been buzzing since. No, this is not the full list, but we have Gia Judice. We have Avery Singer. We have um, Luann Lucep's daughter from New York. We're going to have Brianna Gumbelson, which is Nikki or Vicky's uh, daughter from Orange County. We're going to have Shane Keogh, Gina from Real OG of OC, Brooks Marks. Um, anyway, just kind of a random crew of housewife kids. Don't know why Brooks Marks is in there. Don't really know why Gina or Vicky's daughters are in the either, seeing as neither of them have been on the show for what it feels like ages. 
Um, there are two housewives that are mad. Apparently Andy Cohen came out and said that they, he's received two phone calls of two pissed off housewives that their kids were not asked to be on the show. Lisa Rinna already came out and said, Nope, Nope. My kids were asked. I didn't call run. I didn't go run into big daddy complaining. Okay. Um, didn't think that the Hamlin girls would necessarily not be on it, but I'm sure they were asked and they're like, we're models now we're going off of the Bella Gigi Yolanda model and we're not going to do any housewife press conferences. Yes. That's a reference to Yolanda Hadid being on real housewives of Beverly Hills before Gigi and Bella really got their start and got famous. Um, which is just a complete side note in itself. If you are a Hadid fan or even love supermodels today, the fact that we got to watch Gigi and Bella kind of grow up in front of our eyes on this TV screen um, really is where the foundation of the love and obsession started. I mean, mine is personal from just being in the same hometown as them, but America really got to know them on Housewives and got to see Yolanda um, dictate what they ate, dictate the shoots they did, kind of dictate the beginning of their model career. Very fascinating, um, very iconic for us as viewers, as millennials, as you know, watchers to just be able to be like, wow, we got to watch them grow up. Yes, it's a great rerun if you haven't seen. Okay, so two housewives are mad about this kid reunion. Um, to be honest, everyone I talk to, there there aren't obvious housewives that are upset about this. Um, I personally would have liked Kyle Richards' daughters, the Umansky girls, to be on this. I also know that they're busy and popular, um, and maybe they didn't want to get involved, but very curious to see um, which, hopefully if it comes out, of which housewives are pissed. Um, in other Bravo news, the Beverly Hills trailer is here, finally. Um, I personally think it's one of my favorite franchises. The seasons typically go double what a Dallas or Orange County or Potomac type of season go. Um, Beverly Hills and New York City are always going to be the longest because wealth, because richness, because housewives, because they have the most things to do to talk about the trips, whatever that looks like. Um, the trailer looks absolutely phenomenal. Need to note that, yes, they are going to fully dive into this whole Erica Jane, Tom Girardi drama. Um, the trailer is already a lot of confrontation about them asking, like, what the fuck, Erica? Like, why'd you, why'd you file for divorce? Like, did you actually know it was going down? That type of thing. Um, so very interested to see. In addition, we have Sutton Strackle, who is holding a diamond. Um, she was a friend of last year, and she is holding her diamond this year. So very excited to see how this next season plays out. And I'm pretty sure May 10th is um, the premiere date, which, again, is going to be here within the next few weeks. Okay, quick batch update um, as some drama went down this past weekend, and then we got the Kardashians. So uh, Rachel... Kirk Connell and Matt James were spotted out in New York City last week. Um, there were some blurry pictures that went down or that got brought onto the surface um, of them being out and about. Right after I saw those pics, I saw receipts of Rachel DMing a few people that had posted the pictures saying, hey, can you please take these pictures down? It's not because of me. It's because of Matt out of respect for him. He doesn't want people to know that we are hanging out or have been communicating. Can you please take those down? Interesting because that lets us know that they have been talking this whole time, which we didn't really know. Um, she confirmed that they basically were together in New York City after that cute Bachelor Girls reunion with Rachel, Kit, Piper, Abigail, Chelsea. There was a really cute scene that went down on, I don't know, one of the nights um, that obviously was a kind of in gathering of Rachel being in New York. As we found out in the upcoming days, in a few days, um, Reality Steve let us know that there was a gal named Grace. 
Matt James essentially has been playing Rachel and this other girl, Grace. Grace and Matt dated uh, prior to him going on The Bachelor. He tried to convince Grace to go on The Bachelor. It kind of turned into this whole scene. Um, Grace says that Matt was obviously not on The Bachelor for the right reasons. He's a playboy. Um, Rachel and Grace met up in New York City, got to actually exchange their text thread with Matt. Stories are eerily similar, and that leads us to believe that Matt was playing both of them. He really is not who we think he is. Um, that tweet that Claire Crawley posted, you know, a year ago saying like, don't advertise yourself, like watch out for these guys about basically insinuating about Matt. It's resurfacing because she's like, Claire's the one that told us. It's like, no, Claire is not the one that told us. Claire is still a clown. She's back with Dale and they're acting as if nothing happened and that's their own thing. But Matt James is really not who we thought he was. Um, I, I honestly feel kind of bad for Rachel and this girl, Grace. I read this morning that there's a third Grace that's about to come out. So who the fuck knows what's going on with Matt James, but it's sloppy and I don't love it. Um, also heard a rumor that Colton Underwood, yes, the psychopath, um, is potentially getting his own documentary, maybe to tell his version of the story that went down with Cassie. I don't know. He needs help. No, I don't think I would watch it. I hope that that doesn't actually get picked up for production. Um, but just need to put that out there. Also, I'm going to backtrack here uh, to include back on my Housewives talk. Rumor has it that there are two new shows getting filmed in Nashville right now. Unconfirmed if they're actually going to be the real Housewives of Nashville, but eerily similar shows like that um, being produced by two different networks. We have picks. We have a lot of things confirmed. Um, Jason Aldean's wife is rumored to be on there. Um, no Kristen Cavallari. I, I don't really know that many people in Nashville, so I'm not going to act like I can riddle all the names off. I'll come back to with that later this week, but just wanted to plug that now. There potentially is a Nashville housewife situation going down. Okay, lastly, the Kardashians. Um, first update is that Andy Cohen, yes, from Bravo, is going to be hosting a housewife-like reunion for the Kardashians. He announces there's going to be a reunion show, all the Kardashians, including Scott. Very interesting. We have never had a reunion sit-down situation ever with the Kardashians. Um, it's going to go ahead and hopefully air after the season pre-Hulu. Um, just interesting to see what that's going to be like. Who's going to ask the questions? Are they really going to go over the drama? It's supposed to cover the last like 20 seasons, which just seems a little overwhelming. Um, and like I want to ask good questions like let's talk about Chloe's engagement ring to Tristan Thompson, yada, yada, yada. Segwaying with that, True Thompson turned three years old yesterday. Can't believe it's been three years since the whole scandal went down and we got that hospital room scene um, with Kim trying to cut Tristan. That whole thing was fabulous drama, horrifying for Chloe. I can't believe it's been three years since she's been trying to mend herself, dig herself out of this hole. Um, but happy birthday to True. Um, in addition to the story that I mentioned last week about Chloe and that body picture that was quote unquote leaked by MJ and the Photoshop and the whole team, the KKW team and Tracy Romulus trying to get the picture down. It's still been surfacing. It's still going around. But Chloe clapped back in a six-part Instagram message basically saying, I've been under the public eye my entire life. You think that just because I'm rich and I signed up for this TV show means that I'm allowed to be picked apart, that I'm not a human. Um, she was like, I have insecurities just like everyone else. I love a filter. I'm going to continue to do what I need to do um, in to make myself feel better. So there she is. That's what she's doing. Um, the clapback was honestly really great. I'm really proud of her for just getting her voice out there. A lot of people are obsessed with it, but the whole picture scandal was embarrassing. 
Um, Travis Barker got a tattoo of um, Kourtney Kardashian's name right across his heart. It got, went very viral this weekend. Um, he got the tattoo across the heart and it was really cute. And then, of course, right afterwards, he captioned his Instagram post um, basically saying the caption was, "I all I do is think about sex with you. And everyone is like, what the hell is going on? Why would you caption that? He has a lot of kids that follow him, including his like stepdaughter, all the kids that they're actually hanging out with, his step half daughter, the whole, you know, half situation with uh, Shanna Mugler, his ex-wife. Um, and so it was just a weird situation. They are obviously now the talk of the Kardashian family. Um, also funny because it's paralleling the episode going on with Addison Rae. Um, this past weekend was literally Addison Rae coming into the family and introducing them um, with the relationship with Courtney. Of course, Courtney says that uh, Mason is the reason that they're even friends, but Addison never leaves. The episode is really just the family interrogating, how'd you meet? Are you guys hooking up? Like, what do you do? Like, why do you have so much fun together? Like, why is Courtney so happy? Um, did not give us any answers about Addison Ray. but the moral of the episode for me um, was honestly that Kim Kardashian is afraid of big dogs. She was running around running away from Kendall's huge dog and Phi Codras um, Dalmatian. And it was relatable to anyone that doesn't like dogs. So that was our Kardashian recap. Um, of course, I'm sure there's plenty of things that are going to go down in the next few days. So I will be back for my second episode later this week. And I appreciate you all tuning in to Sadie Spills the Tea.